Hello, hello, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, a good night for some who might be listening in another time zone. My name is Miracles One, and welcome to the Broken Pieces Chronicles podcast, all about the BS. And no, it is not the BS that you might be thinking. Broke spirits is the BS. In the Chronicles, there are stories, conversations about putting together the mind, the body, and the soul and making them one again and whole so it can be unity with the spirit. So sit back, relax, and do whatever it takes for you to get comfortable right now. And let's talk along with picking up the broken pieces. All right, people, let's go. Let's go. It is conversation time. Good whatever time it is, wherever you're at, whether it be morning, afternoon, evening, or whatever. Uh, we are in episode six of season two. We're still in the circulatory system series. I had to stop putting that in my description because it, they only allowed me so many characters. So, but we're still in it, y'all. So we are also still in cycles. But I want to get right into the meat of this conversation this time. Uh, the title. Matter of fact, before I give you the title, let me apologize for something. At the end of almost every episode that I can recall, I've always said that I'm doing this for free. It's a labor of love. I don't get paid for it. I got to apologize for a lie. And the lie is I got convicted on something. I'm not getting paid for it. That part is true. But it's not free. It's not free because every time I do one of these podcasts, it costs me something. The reason they feel so authentic and real that I have to usually either I've went through it already or I go through it right before the podcast or I'm in the midst of it during the recording of the podcast. So I may not be, have be make, I may not be making any income per se, Nothing outside of very, very tiny sponsorship. When I say tiny, it's like literally cents on a dollar per click. But outside of that, I'm really not, ma- I'm not making a living on it. I feel like that. But what I am making, I'm making impact. And to me, that's more valuable than money. Because I would tell anybody, if you get into the podcast game or the podcast um, career, whatever you want to call it, podcast passion. One thing that I've read everywhere, it says, do not do it for money. Because if you do it for money, you eventually burn out. You got to do it because you truly feel you have a voice to bring something to the world and to people that's going to help change lives in some form or fashion. Because that's what will keep you going, among other things. You know, if you guys listen to some of the first episodes, you hear I talk about my, my reason behind this was. So again, I want to apologize for the lie. Because it does cost me, and it wasn't a lie on purpose. It's just, it just, I had to make sure I clarified that. It's just a non, non intangible cost, a non tangible cost, uh, or intangible cost, should I say, attached to it. So anyway, let's let me give you the title. The title of this podcast: Hurricane, Hurricane Season. The winds of change in the present of the pause. Now, when you hear that word "present," I want you. As we go throughout this podcast, I want you to hear it in two different definitions. 
of vernaculars. I want you to think of it from a standpoint of present, meaning right now, meaning the pause is going on right now, and also think of it as a present, as a gift. That it's a gift to the pause when you're in the middle of a hurricane season going through winds of change. So, I, in my transparency, I've been talking about you guys getting prepared, these podcasters getting you ready for the new season. But let me ask you this. As far as how I'm feeling right now, if I'm going to be honest, as much as I feel like this new season is about to start and the things I've been talking about is true, why doesn't it feel like it? It seems like every time we get ready to go into something larger and bigger in our lives, everything that we've seen, the thing that we've seen in our spirit and our head and our minds, this vision we have for what's coming next, right before you get to that place, every daggone thing opposite happens. And I ain't going to lie, I am tired. I have fatigue from this one. I've been talking about it, been leading up to this point. When I tell you this podcast here was like hard to come to this mic, it was hard to come to this mic. But I promise you guys, I will always come and I will always be authentic. And I was tired. But like anybody who's in a fixed fight, and we'll get more into that later, I got knocked down a couple of times this week after the last podcast. But I got back up understanding that we are in the 11th round of a 12-round fight. Excuse me. And if anybody had to get up, was the person that's sitting there encouraging you guys in y'all corner while you guys are outside the ring encouraging me to keep going. So I picked up myself off that mat after I got knocked down a few times this week and asked my inner circle, like, what can I give them this week that's going to empower them in a way that they won't get knocked down the way I did and that if they did, they would when they was thinking about staying on the ground and not getting back up because this season has been this, this, this hurricane season, because we are in the cycle before the real season again, coming some, something's coming about that shortly. I'm almost itching to tell you now felt like it wasn't going to end. So I got up and I'm at this mic. So the real question is why are we really here? And why do we go through what we go through for real? So with that being said, let's go back to the title. Hurricane season. The winds of change in the present of the pause. Now, I'm going to give you two definitions in this podcast for season. Because it's going to be applicable to what I'm discussing at this moment. So the first definition for this particular part of the podcast, segment one. Season, a time characterized by a particular circumstance or feature. Now, for metaphorical reasons, hurricane season. You are in a hurricane right now. Everything's swirling around you. You're in this cycle. Everything's swirling around you, but you're in the center. Stay with me on this. I'm going somewhere. So there would be a time characterized by a particular circumstance. But the great thing is, You're in hurricane season, but if you can stay focused, you're actually in the middle of the hurricane. You're in the eye. Why is that important? If you think about the eye of a hurricane, I remember watching this movie. It's one of my favorites. I've probably seen it six six or seven times, and if it comes on, I'm probably going to watch it. It was called The Perfect Storm. It had George Clooney in it. Love, love this movie. 
But I remember at one point, they literally got into the eye of the hurricane. And when I tell you it was the most beautiful sight you ever see, I don't want to be there in real, in real life. Because in order to be there, I mean, you have to somehow traverse through some mess to get there. I've been there metaphorically. I'm there right now. But it was in this, in this place. It was sunlight. It was peace. It was doves. The water was calm. And it was sunlight inside this inner circle. There it is. This inner circle, there was peace. And there was sunlight, a light from the sun. So I would say this to you. Whatever is going on right now in your hurricane season, when you look out and not look up to whatever your inner circle is, you might see it's all type of sugar, honey, iced tea going on. If you don't know what that means, Google it. I don't cuss, but I do use acronyms every once in a while. And if it's a lot of that going on, you are right before your breakthrough. Everything is swirling around you. And nothing looks like what you felt was coming. That is the hurricane. The winds of change. In the definition, the winds of change, the winds necessary to move things and to move you from one place to another. <clears throat> and please bear my allergies acting nuts for today for some reason. But the eye of a hurricane, by definition, is the calm, clear center of the storm. And the hurricane rotates around the eye. So the hurricane itself, the storm, rotates around the eye. And I'm going to get into some interesting stuff about the eye later. But it never comes into the eye. So inside the center of that hurricane, inside this place of peace, inside this place where you're at right now, before your new season start, and we'll talk about that season in segment two, you are in the calmness. You are being protected from everything outside. The problem is this, though. While we are in that place, how often do you look at what's swirling around you and try to figure it out? Could you imagine if you was in the center of a hurricane and looked at all the lightning and all the debris and stuff, you're trying to figure out, how do I get out of this? You wouldn't be able to. Matter of fact, if you move from outside that center, again, if you was in a situation like this, and if you watch Perfect Storm, it happened to them, they tried to outrun the hurricane or go oppressed through the wall. If you try to break from that inner wall that's protecting you and go into that outer wall, it would kill you. So think about that in real life where you're at right now, for as metaphor. If you try to disrupt what's going on on the outside swelling around you because you do not understand it, but you have peace in the middle, it will possibly kill your dream, kill that new season, and cause you to go through another cycle you need to go through. You follow me? Because it's using that, it's moving things out the way you wouldn't even understand. And some things moving might look like things you need, but we're not going to go there yet. And the other great thing is, if you notice something, I don't know what your category of strength is, but there's five different categories to a hurricane. I'm going to tell you something. I'm not even going to lie to you. I have felt like over the last, not just since last week, but it, it has been building. I felt like the hurricane started when I started this circulatory system. Maybe it did. Circulatory system started this, this, this formation of the storm before I got ready to go in my new season and also been in a position to talk you guys through as you get ready to go through yours. I feel like now I'm in a category five right before landfall. And this sucker is strong. And every time I try to look at what's going on around me, it's almost like it want to suck me in. And every time I get that feeling, like it want to knock me down because I chose to focus on what was going on outside, the moving pieces on the outside. My inner circle reminds me to say, focus on the sunlight and the peace. 
it's a piece that surpasses all your natural understanding. Because if you look at what's going on around you, nothing makes sense. And when I tell you right now, in my personal life, nothing makes sense. Outside of coming here every week to you guys, nothing makes sense. And if that's you, if I was on a video, somebody said, hey, give me a, a thumbs up or, or flex in the chat. Because I feel you. Boy, do I feel you. Because I'm right there with you. But I challenge you to stay, stay in the peace. Stay focused on the middle. So I was curious about this whole I thing after I saw, you know, looking at it from where I was and where most of you might be. And I was wondering, how does the I form? So I read, I, 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 I read, studied, researched that the theory is called what's called the Coriolis effect. And because of the winds going on outside that circle, they're going on in such a way, this effect causes the winds to be deflected from the center of the sun creating a calm eye. So think about that for a minute when we think about circles. Whatever is going on in your life, your inner circle, that one I talked about before, the eye, is causing those storms to be deflected from you as long as you stay focused on him or it, whatever your faith thing is. If you believe in some, if you don't believe in some, you're probably really going nuts right about now because you're trying to make sense of something you can't make sense of. And the problem with doing that is you will find yourself trying to move pieces to fix the pieces that moving that are moving in your life. What am I saying? If you're in the middle of a storm where there's common peace, and you can't see, but you, you know it's moving you somewhere. You feel it on the inside, but you can't see it. As a matter of fact, I say this. I'm going to give you a definition of faith. And you can apply it to whatever religion, whatever you believe in. But I believe your definition is the same no matter what. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. I would challenge you, whatever you believe in, and I hope by now, after all you heard, you, found, you have found some at this point in, in our journey to this point in this conversation to believe in. Because if you believe, if you don't believe in nothing, you'll fall for anything. But if you believe in something, you got something to fall onto or hold on to. You have a center or you have an inner circle to tap into. If it's the substance of things hope for the evidence of not seeing things not seen, that means your hope is in that inner peace and that light in the inner circle. And while all this stuff is swirling on around you, you can't see where that circle is, where that inner circle is taking you. But that inner circle is protecting you from those moving pieces. If you get jumpy, and I got I've I've gotten jumpy a couple of times where I wanted to try to move some stuff because I didn't like the way, I didn't like the feeling. And it wasn't like the wind on the outside was touching me. I was scared of the darkness. Even though I was in the light in the middle, I was scared of the darkness going on and swirling around me. I would try to start moving pieces to make things fit in place. The problem is in order for you to move pieces, you have to move. If you move, you would disturb your peace. <laughs> Let me say that again. In order for you to move pieces, you yourself would have to make movement. If you've been told to stand still in the middle of the storm because you don't understand what's going on, you would actually disrupt your own peace. So what am I saying? There is a difference between pieces that are moving and pieces that you move. I would tell you because you're so close to landfall, you're so close to this, this, this blessing, this big thing in your life, stand still and watch your inner circle show you something you have never seen before. As long as you can stand still and don't try to move and disrupt your peace while your inner circle are moving the pieces in place to get you ready for landfall. 
Now, I will share this with you too. While you in this place of peace, while you in the center of this eye of the, of the, of the hurricane, and, and keep in mind, the greater your storm or the greater the level of the power of this hurricane, the greater the winds of change going around you, the greater your landfall is going to be and the impact of it. And the greater this new season you're going in is going to be. And with that being said, you have to be careful who you allow in the eye with you. Because that's also your focal point. And why do you have to be careful? Because if you have the wrong person in the eye with you, and how can two walk together or even stand together unless they agree, they will start telling you to start moving pieces to fix what's going on in your life when you've been told to stand still. That means they don't have your back. Going back to episode about friends. If they're standing in that circle with you, y'all are back to back. If you don't move, they don't move. And if they don't move, you don't move. Because y'all got each other back and y'all are spinning this 360 degree circle, but y'all standing because things are spinning around you guys. So make sure you have the right person in the eye with you or the right people or the right people on stage in this scene, in this cycle of your life. Because if you do not, they can mess up your new season you're about to go in while this hurricane season, again, time characterized by a particular circumstance, meaning the circumstances that you're in right now, to get you ready for the season I'm going to talk about in the next segment. They can cause you to have to recycle to get ready for a season you're already ready for if they cause you to lose focus. So don't allow something that wrong person in the eye with you so they don't cause your eyes to lose focus on your inner circle that's holding you in place. And you know what? Honestly, staying focused. Remember when I said the present of the pause, because you pause right now. You can't move because nothing makes sense. That, that inability of not being able to move and having to trust what you cannot see is teaching you this gift of patience. That's a present by itself. That is a present of the pause because in order for you to move through the seasons of life, you have to understand the processes of life and the processes require patience. So this hurricane has so many purposes and you can't even see them, but if you stand still, it all makes sense to stay focused on the light from the sun that's coming in. And here's the crazy thing is, all these things you're getting gifted in this season, learning how to stand still, learning how to get up when you get knocked down, and learning how to allow your, your inner circle to, to traverse you across troubled water, is everything you need before you make landfall. Let me tell you what landfall is by definition, or before you arrive, should I say. And then we're going to get ready to go on our first break. Landfall, landfall is when the eye of a hurricane hits land. And the minute it hits land, keep in mind the walls of the hurricane might hit land, the outer walls, but by definition, when you hear a hurricane on a, on a news report, meteorologists say it, had, it, has, hit, it has, has made landfall, the eye has hit, the eye has made impact. And at that point, the outer bands begin to weaken. Stay there for a minute. Think about this. The longer, I'm going to come back to this. So when you're out across this, on this water before landfall, if you've been over this troubled water and all this stuff swirling around you for a while, you're sitting over, if you're sitting over hot water, I can guarantee the water's pretty hot because you, you want to move out of it. It's making you want to dance a little bit. Your feet getting hot. You're like, you're uncomfortable in this place, but you have to trust you in a circle. So you're uncomfortable. But guess what? The longer you sit over the land, over the water, the stronger the hurricane gets. 
And the stronger the hurricane gets, the more impact it's going to have when it makes landfall. And then when it makes landfall, guess what? When the outer bands begin to weaken, then here comes the rain. The wind comes through. The outer bands come through. All that stuff that was going on that you thought didn't make sense hits before you hit. And it uproots and moves things out of the way that don't belong in your new season. It moves things out of the way, especially things that are deeply rooted. Those things that are deeply rooted because your inner circle knows what you need before you get there could be things in your character that got uprooted before, even though in your present, in, the, in where you were, they were still obvious. But by the time you get, your inner circle got through working out those things that was in your life that didn't belong, when you made landfall, those issues were not there anymore. Those character issues weren't there. So when you go into your new season, you can't mess up your own blessing, your own miracle, your own arrival. Because the outer bands got there first and removed all that stuff. It, and then it also washed away dirty stuff. Your outer bands, the stuff that you can understand was moving, all the winds have changed going on around you. They actually, check this out, this is so crazy. That rain washed away all the dirty stuff too and flooded things too and killed things that didn't belong. Killed people and things, not, not literally, <coughs> excuse me. It caused them to die away so you wouldn't have to deal with those things in your new season. So the whole time while you were standing still thinking no was wasn't going on, the outer bands got to your new season before you did. Pund on that. So, as we take our first break, I know it was a long one. This might be one of the longest podcasts in a while, but it's going to be worth it. I couldn't rush this one. Um, I want to give you a definition of, of I want to give you a definition two of season. You ready for this? A period of the year when something is best or available. So you've been in this hurricane season, which was definition number one, a time characterized by a particular circumstance, which you have been in a particular circumstances right now. I have been, if you listen to this, you probably have been in some form of fashion, but it was getting you ready for your new season. A period of the year when something is best. And if you're Jewish, um, and I like following every, I like educating myself on what everybody follows. I love the Jewish calendar, I kid you not, because they begin the new year. I want to say it's in October, end of September. And I can, I kid you not, almost every October has signifi signified something major change in my life. And I just find it interesting. We go to the Syrian calendar, which starts in January, and they go with October. And we're getting ready to go into new seasons. It's also called, called harvest time as well, too. So I believe, without a shadow of a doubt, this hurricane season we've been in has been necessary for us to go into this season. And we're getting into the season that has seasons within it. And we saw seasons next week. Yes, I just jumped ahead in the segment two. But this period of the year when something is best or available. All right, people. Next segment, how to prevent repetitive cycles in order to move into your new season. Because I don't want you to have went through all this hurricane hell to get over there and allow an old cycle to pop up or an old way of doing things mess up that time of something best for you. All right, I'll be back in about 36 seconds.
All right, people, we are back. Segment two, hurricane season. The winds of change in the present of the pause. So I'm going to go back to the last, the second season side, because I was shifting your line of thinking and get a definition again. A period of the year when something is best or available. I said before we went into the, into the break, or into the pause, <laughs> uh, that I want to make sure I empowered you to be able to, to make sure you don't repeat some of those cycles that can mess up the season that you've paid a heavy price for. And I have too. And I want to make sure that we could go forward. So first statement, a first line of thought, preventive medicine versus preventive maintenance. What's the difference? Maintenance is when you're maintaining something in a state where it's working, where it's fine. I give you an example, exercise, you're maintaining your health, getting your oil changed, getting those things serviced in your car. You're maintaining the integrity of the way it was built. Medicine is when you have to take care of something, a gift, give it something. I use a human form. We take medicines to deal with symptoms so our, our illness doesn't get worse. Preventive medicine, preventive maintenance, doing the things necessary to make sure it does not happen or delay because certain things were out over time. That's why we go through different cycles in different in new seasons because we have to learn different things. But if you do prevent a maintenance, it extends that season as long as it's supposed to happen before it's time for you to go through another cycle. Preventive medicine is what we have to give ourselves after we've caused something to happen to keep it from getting worse. So what I want to do is make sure I give you number one, if you're somebody who are still, who's still dealing with cycles that are segmented and last week didn't, become clear enough for you, I give you some for that. That's preventive med- medicine. So your, your healing can take place while you're still sitting over the water before landfall. Preventive maintenance, take these jewels, the same thing I'm telling them, the, the first group, the preventive medicine group, into your new season so you don't cause injury or cause yourself to get segmented and become a segmented circle and affect your cycle. This sort of cycle within your new season. You don't need that. So first thing, necessary deaths. If something died during your cycle before you went into this new season, which means you were actually coming out of an old season, let it stay dead. Do not allow a person, a career, an idea, a thought or whatever that died it was not serving, serving you any purpose anymore. It was not adding to you be bought into this new season. Meaning don't you reach back and grab it. Don't you allow them to come out, try to manipulate you into bringing them into your life or the career, whatever it is. Or are you going to jack your new season up and your inner circle going to take you back across water again? You don't want that. Rid of medicine, rid of maintenance. Understand. And this will not be a long segment. And everything you got during these cycles and getting yourself refilled as your circle was strengthening, you got this, you came out of this caterpillar uh, shell. You have to understand, a caterpillar skin, should I say. Anytime you get new 
empowerment to go into this new season. I called it anointing last week. Call it whatever you want to call it. You're getting it with new skin. It was, it was a wise man once said, do not pour new wine into old skin. And it actually, if you, go, if you look back in the, in the days of back in time when they were still putting, instead of bottles, they was putting wine in the wine skins. They literally said, if you put in the old skin, the new wine would cause the old skin to bust and you will waste all of it on the ground because it had lost its pliability, its ability to be to flex and handle more, handle more wine. Wine metaphorically, from a biblical standpoint, I use that because of my knowledge of it, represents joy. So whatever you believe in, your inner circle is pouring in new joy, also new oil, all this stuff into your new skin. You don't want to go back into that old cycle because that's the old skin. Because it will cause you to waste all your new joy. Don't do it. Don't allow nobody to do it. Old clothes versus new clothes. In this new season you're in, your old clothes don't fit no more. You drop that dead weight. Whatever was, was fat, metaphoric speaking, not a body shamer, we all have our journey through weight loss and different things. And that's not what makes you beautiful. It's your insides that make you beautiful. Don't anybody ever tell you anything different. And it's coming from a wellness person expert. You cannot wear the clothes you wore last season. They're out of style. Why are they out of style? Because this new season you're in, what you used to wear, it don't fit the new you. It don't fit your new mindset. It don't fit your new heart. It don't fit your new nothing. So leave those clothes, leave, leave those butterfly collars back where they belong, the bell bottoms. Everything comes around when it's supposed to come around again. Wear your new clothes because your inner circle got a whole new wardrobe for you. And you got favor and everything else on your life. So you, get, you got new garments to put on. And if you have some people that's, that before landfall, you see you can't carry in, or you see that you need to have a conversation before y'all go in and letting them know, look, you belong on stage me, but this mess right here, we can't take into this new season. Be okay with having hard conversations while being sensitive to that person's feelings because they're still human. And they may, not have matured, they may not have matured in the area as fast as you did in the area. And it's areas you have matured in as fast as they have. Be okay to have those sensitive conversations, those hard conversations before y'all make landfall. Because once y'all make landfall, inside the inner circle where y'all y'all there with your on stage and your producer director seeing everything and, and orchestrating everything, nobody can see it yet because of the winds of change going on around you, the walls of the hurricane, the darkness. But once you hit landfall, you out there now. This new season, you're going to get exposed in a good way. So if you haven't dealt with your old issues, especially with those on stage with you and those, you know, if it's your partner, your mate, whatever, have those hard conversations now. So they don't, they don't be public, public quote-unquote, conversations. And understand, keep whatever you do before landfall, man, have your stand power. Stay still. You're so close. Do not move. Because in staying still in that ugly place, the people you just for sure supposed to be on stage with you, that that would also let you see who who's 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 gonna stay who's still there. Because you know the hurricane is ugliest before landfall, and then the beauty comes. Then all that light that was in the inner circle when it makes landfall after the rain hits and the outside walls hit. 
the sun and stuff come out. Yes, debris and stuff, but your rebuilding starts, your new season starts. You're building something new now. You're building something new. There's beauty in that. And it lets you see who had to stay in power. Matter of fact, I read an article, news article, it was very sad. This 23-year-old kid died. He was a co-pilot in an airplane that was about to make emergency landing. When the airplane started having trouble, whatever reason, he, his mind, he just lost it. He literally took his headphones out at 3,500 some feet. You can Google this. Jumped out without a parachute and died. From, I don't know if he died from impact or just from the fall. Guess what happened to the plane? The pilot in the plane, actually, the pilot, the, the, the one with the experience actually landed the plane. The kid would have lived would have lived, would not have died if he wouldn't have jumped out when he was freaking out right when the, when the, right before landfall or them landing. This wasn't my notes, but I say this to say this. Understanding that whatever you are going through right now is right before you land. If you are the person that's not the mature one, and somebody has more experience than you in a certain area, it can flip-flop both ways. Stay in the plane with them. Stay in the center of the eye. The tendency would be you might want to jump out because you're scared that you all are not going to make it. You're freaking out because of what's going on because of the strength of the winds of change going on around you. But stand your ground. Do not jump out of the airplane. And understand this also. You're in a fixed fight. What does that mean? If y'all have a little feedback, bear with me. I have something on the background working, working on. So, and I think I always say when you're doing something good, something comes along. I've just dealt with it. It's gone to try to distract, to be a distortion, but this is needed stuff. When you're about to land and when, when the winds of change are the hardest, that's when everything's telling you to stop and don't fight no more. Look at it like this. You are in 11th or 12th round fight. You just came out of the 11th round. You got back up. Because your inner circle fixed this fight for you, for you to win. All you have to do is make it to the 12th round. But you also have to know who's in your corner. If the people in your corner telling you to throw the towel in, they cannot go into that new season with you. If you go in the corner, I got to tell your corner people, look, I'm good. Because they're freaking out, not because you don't have the strength. They're freaking out because they think the opponent is too much for you. But the fight's fixed. You're about to make landfall. So fixed fights also reveal your weak, your weak points as well, too. What knocked you down during this, this past cycle in this old season as you get ready to come to your new season? Learn from it. Prevent a maintenance. So next season, when you get ready to go come out of this season, because we'll go through four seasons, we'll deal with that. In the, season, in the season, parts of the circulatory system is coming next week. We're going to start it anyway. You want, that won't be your weak point next time you fight an opponent that's similar. Don't you realize each time you have a fixed fight, each time you have a cycle, each time you have a hurricane, that fight is getting you ready, showing that if I beat that one, I can beat the next one because I know what my weaknesses are. Because you're going to face certain aspects of yourself, again, on a different level. I always say the, the larger your level, the bigger your devils, or the bigger the evil things that you deal with. But if you understand the fight's fixed, you don't have to worry about fighting it. 
Stay in the center of your circle. Stay focused in your eye. Keep the right people with you. And with that being said, I hope you guys are ready for your new season. This period of the year when your best is yet to come and about to be available for your disposal and for your loved ones. Because it is time for a change unlike any other you've ever, you've ever experienced. Because you have been spending the last 20-some weeks picking up pieces and picking up power. And now you're going to go into this new season in the most powerful version of you this year. I am Miracles 1, the three S's as I close. Subscribe if you haven't. Share if it's making an impact with you and support by doing the other two. And like I said, you can click on make a one-time donation. I cleared up the lie, quote unquote. I do this for free, but it costs me a lot. But I'm getting paid and the impact is making on you guys' lives. So I appreciate you. I love you. Looking forward to our new seasons. I'll see you next week. It's time for a change. Mm-hmm.